Welcome to another episode of the Live Better Podcast. I'm Nate Betcher, President and CEO here at Pierce Pepin Cooperative Services. I'm with Dave and Brooke, as always, on a Monday morning, back from our two-week vacation. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Good morning. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, good. Well, this is the uh, Monday after the Super Bowl, so we'll have to talk a little bit uh, about what happened last night at the Super Bowl, including halftime. And we want to talk a little bit about some of the, the commercials. I do want to just take uh, just a quick moment to uh, just uh, kind of have a maybe a little bit of a, a moment of uh, silence here uh, just for uh, all the, the tragedies that we've had here in our area uh, the last uh, couple of weeks. We've had several car accidents that have happened um, that have taken some lives of our community members. So just a quick moment of silence. All right. Well, we will uh, jump into our uh, discussion today. Of course, uh, we, uh, you know, probably for, for most people, the big activity this weekend was the Super Bowl, but I want to make any assumptions. You guys do anything fun this weekend besides the Super Bowl? I got together with some family that came in from out of state, so we haven't seen them for a while. It was kind of fun. Yeah, good. Nice weekend for them to come. Beautiful weather. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, we're at the time of year where we get the, the snow melt during the day. And then in the morning, all the snow that's melted is turned to ice. So you got to be <laughs> got to be a little bit careful out there. Sure. How about you, Brooke? Um, we had a nine-month-old with pink eye the whole weekend, so we had to cancel all of her plans. But it was actually really good. It was good to just hang out, and she's doing pretty good. So um, now we're just working with that and got to watch the Super Bowl. So that, yeah. was, that really was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> now, pink eye, do they do antibiotics for that? So they gave us something on Friday, but they asked us not to use it unless it got really bad, okay. which as of this morning, we're using them. Yeah. So I <laughs> um, kind of wish we would have started sooner, but it's okay. Um, yeah. But they're getting through it. Yeah. We, uh, we've we got um, strep throat going through uh, our family. Um, both of our kids have, have tested positive. So uh, I'll be careful not to, uh, you know, get too close to you guys today. Um, although we're in a, we're in a pretty tight room here, but yeah, it, uh, it's funny with, um, with strep throat cause our kids can, I mean, they're just down in the dumps. They had no energy to them. Of course their, their throats hurt and one round of antibiotics and it's like, man, they just like, they pop back to it, you know? And then of mm-hmm. course they start feeling better and then you got to sit there and tell them, well, no, you got another nine days of taking antibiotics, which is always really, really fun. So we're, we're doing the antibiotic biotic, uh, routine every morning and, and night right now. I'm learning that parenthood is just one sickness after another, <laughs> whether it's RSV, then there's the cold. Now there's pink eye and in like three months. So yeah, well, <laughs> if you send them to a daycare preschool, it's like sending them to a Petri dish every day, yeah. you know, yeah, you just, exactly. you're just waiting for them to come home with something. Yep. Uh, it's a never ending parade of uh, new bugs that come home with the kids. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, yesterday was the Super Bowl, uh, the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, did you guys have a favorite going into the game? I really didn't. Um, I um, I have a grudge against the Eagles because of what they did to the Vikings this year, but <laughs> I was glad to see them lose. <laughs> yeah, not a big preference for me. Um, I have some friends that are from Kansas City, so that's my only thing to go off of, so I was going for Kansas City. Sure. 
Yeah. It's uh it's it was kind of an interesting matchup. I guess at the end of the day, I didn't really care one way or the other who who won or lost. But um, we have uh, we do have some family members that are are Chiefs fans. You know, it kind of gets to the point where uh, anytime a team has been there multiple times over the last couple of years, I I start to root for you know whoever the other team yep. is, regardless of of whatever you know I might think of the other team. So. I think the Chiefs are kind of getting to that point where, okay, you've been there yeah. what, three out of the last four years. You've won a couple of Super Bowls. I think you're going to start to see more and more people root against the Chiefs than, yeah. than probably root for them. <laughs> right, like the like the Patriots had for quite a while. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of the deal with them too. I mean, they had gone back multiple times. I think they won it back-to-back once. And, uh, yeah, and then it got to the point where whenever Tom Brady and the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, everyone rooted for whoever the other team was. Right. Anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I might, might even root it for the Vikings <laughs> if they had been playing the Patriots. And, and I wouldn't have gone that far. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I wouldn't have either. But, uh, but yeah, that's the, the hate for, uh, I think, the, the Patriots that, that people had after all their success. Uh, so uh, one of the things that always happens, uh, of course, uh, during the the Super Bowl is the commercials and the halftime show, and so uh, Dave, I, I you look like a big Rihanna guy. I, <laughs> I just got a feeling that this morning you were probably you know playing some Rihanna songs driving in. Is that is that true? I, I was not, but I, I I did catch some of it. I I think it's the first time I can remember seeing a pregnant person you know doing the halftime <laughs> show, which was. Uh, it, you know, I guess it's entertaining if you like that style of music, or but it's it's kind of not my really right. real house of of musical choice. But I think that was think her announcement was too for the pregnancy. Well, was that right? Nobody really knew. Yeah, her her publicist I think came out after and yeah. said confirmed that she was indeed mm. pregnant. And I think that well, so there's a little bit of speculation, right? Because she had had a, a baby back in May of of 2022 so she's what nine nine months or so and so i think people were kind of on the edge a little bit like well is that just a little bit of still you know uh and then and then other people like no she's definitely pregnant so i think they came out kind of after after the uh, performance and and cleared it right up yep she's indeed pregnant with her second child so well she right when she started she did like the the belly hold like to kind of emphasize it so that to me that her that was her saying this is my pregnant belly yeah oh sure but you know I was struck me that she was wearing kind of a, a hole like a unitard or a, 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 a <laughs> we don't know what those were nobody knows sort of unzipped suit that covered her you know arms and legs and torso and I thought it was kind of unusual at least for a, a that type of performance to be so covered you know for a, a mm-hmm. yeah. young person that's fit. But I noticed that her belly was kind of showing a little bit. I thought, well, of course, that, that's why she's she must be pregnant. Right. Well, and they talked about that, uh, you know, there, there well, a couple of things. One is that there was not any other acts. She did right. the entire set herself, didn't yeah. bring anyone else out, which has, you know, kind of been a little bit unprecedented for the last few. And then uh, there were no outfit changes. True. She wore sure. the same one the whole time. Yeah. That's we. I, I made that same comment last night. So, yeah, it was kind of interesting to see that. Now it's fun when you have a when you have a three year old who already likes to dance, and then that come you know the music comes on, and everyone. I think I had more fun videotaping our daughter <laughs> dancing to the music than I did yep. you know, maybe watching it. But I kind of didn't realize how many hits she had. I mean, I've kind of grown up with Rihanna um, yeah. since my like high school, so there was a lot of, and she didn't. So many of the other ones she didn't play too. Um, on when I was listening to the radio on my way in this morning, they played a lot of her 
hits and I'm like, oh my gosh, she has so much. She has a really big career. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in fact, uh, I thought maybe there was a chance that uh, she does a song with uh, Paul McCartney and Kanye West. And when I brought that up, my wife said, there's no way they're bringing Kanye Kanye (laughs) out right now with all all the things that he's got going on. But, but that's another song that, that, you know, the three of them did that, you know, was, was mildly popular too. So yeah, I think there's a pretty decent, she's got a pretty decent catalog of music that that people didn't get to hear last night. Mm -hmm. Did they, I didn't watch the whole halftime show, but did she play that uh, song from Black Panther? That's, been popular lately what's, what's that one it's like lift me up or bring me down or i don't know what it's called but <laughs> it's it's a it's a popular one at my household of of the rihanna song yeah Between me and my daughter we kind of like that song yeah i don't remember her playing that one um because i most of the ones i, I i'm not sure I, I know that song but most of the ones that i i that she played i recognized right away so okay. that's why i'm thinking she she may have not played yeah, it is called lift me up but i, I don't remember hearing it last okay. night just curious yeah. And, um, and, and then of course, um, I always love when they get, um, these, you know, um, artists that are going up and down on things, you know, they're always like tethered in really, Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. really tight, you know, yeah. <laughs> which, which obviously they do for, for safety reasons, but it kind of feels like, well, if they're, they're tethered in that tight, they must not be able to move a whole lot either, which, right. you know, she, she obviously wasn't going to probably move a whole lot. Right. Um, Pretty stationary. Yeah. So, but it was kind of neat to see the, the things going up and down. I thought that was kind of a unique yeah. element and, yep. and, uh, that's risky being <laughs> pregnant and then not a Floating stage, sixty feet above the field. <laughs> right. Yeah, you could you could you could find yourself being a little extra nauseous. Yeah. I think uh, go, going up and down like that. Well, then the other thing that, uh, of course, always uh, comes up during the Super Bowl or, or the commercials, and I'm finding it harder and harder uh, to watch uh, Super Bowl commercials, and I, maybe that comes as a result of having kids, you know, running around and people talking or whatever that. You just don't. So I always kind of find, you know, have to kind of go back the next day and catch up on them. But but in the theme of of our uh, show, uh, you know, being centered around sort of our electric uh, co-op and broadband business, I wanted to bring uh, sort of some awareness to, I think there were maybe three or four. There was a one car commercial. I'm not really sure it was totally uh, an EV commercial, but um the the first one was the uh, the GM commercial with uh, Will Ferrell. Yes. <laughs> What'd you guys think about that one? <laughs> I think they did a great job. They brought in all the like major shows that are happening, and he got to be part of all of them. I thought that was pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, and he at the end it was a zombie. Yes. Right? He was yes. dead, and he was like the, the the guy that the zombie that killed him was in the passenger seat. Yeah. Their buddies now. Yeah. He's like you <laughs> kill me. Funny. No, literally you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta love you gotta love Will Ferrell. So I I thought um, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but I thought there was sort of a uh, sort of a hidden message there, and it, and it kind of plays off a theme that um, I've actually been sort of talking about here the last couple of weeks. But um, there was and, and the the line in the commercial where it says anywhere else it makes sense, and so it was sort of talking about you know there may be some situations where owning an electric vehicle doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they kind of flash back to the Bridgerton, Bridgerton yeah. <laughs> yeah. scene, and that, that was pretty funny. Um, but but I think you know the hidden message was is you know maybe electric vehicles aren't perfect for every single situation, right. 
but maybe there are a few things where you know where it does does make sense and and i don't know if you guys caught that line but go back and, and watch yeah. it and yeah. with that yeah yeah no i like that theme that they did i mean there's so many people that are like well we talked about this last time that there's there's circumstances where it wouldn't work, but most of the time it's going to. Right. Yeah. So it makes sense to own one. So well, yeah. and that, and and so the reason we didn't uh, have our our uh, show last week was I was actually down in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, speaking at a conference, and this actually came up during our our conference, which was, you know, our our electric vehicle is going to be the the solution to all transportation. And I think, you know, I was on a panel with um, some uh, experts that uh, represent some of the, the major travel uh, centers, um, uh, Pilot and Flying J being being one of them. And, you know, they're, they're hedging a little bit. I mean, they're even sitting there saying, you know, we think they're a great solution for probably the family vehicle, um, you know, the maybe even the, the light duty uh, type transports. But when you start getting into heavy duty transport, transportation like semis you know they're they're not all in yet on on uh battery uh, electric vehicles they're they're thinking maybe there's maybe a a hydrogen play or something like that so it's just kind of interesting to 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 hear others uh especially that are you know directly impacted by the the ev revolution if you will right yeah i agree the um there's there's still a ways to go Uh, i think the technology has yet to mature on the on the uh, battery density, uh, energy density, um, and being able to supply power for, a, a you know, I think of a f- all day long semi trucks pulling into a travel stop, having to recharge batteries. You may have to have a substation next to, next to one of these. Yeah. Well, and that's what they were talking about too. I mean, and, and there was a lot of discussion about, well, you know, if we've got, let's just say we've got four or five, you know, 150 or 200 KW, uh, type, uh, charger sitting there, their question was how how can how can we structure a rate how can we even plan for capacity around that and and we're just sitting there going yeah we you know there there really isn't uh, the economics really aren't favorable right now to to have a, a convenience center that's got tons of traffic coming in right now tons of you know larger uh, transport vehicles like that to really provide i mean providing electricity might be possible a rate that makes sense 24 seven, that may be where the challenge comes right. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's certainly some challenges that need to be worked out. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of lends uh, support for maintaining a diversity of fuel mix, you know, and at least in the uh, interstate travel for some time to come. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and then uh, not to lose sight of our, our commercials, but there was uh, the the Ram uh, commercial <laughs> uh, with uh, no innuendos no, uh, whatsoever zero. in it. But uh, the title of the Ram, uh, the Dodge Ram commercial was uh, Premature Electrification. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I was giggling the whole time. That was a good one. Yeah, I think there were, there were several moments in there that... Uh, uh, you know, doing this podcast uh, in our professional world that I, I probably still would cringe a little bit, even bringing them up right now. But but if, if you get a chance to go back and, and watch that uh, commercial there, there it, there's some <laughs> there's some pretty good stuff in there. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. And it was just good to see, you know, Ram and uh, Jeep, 
you know, products that are coming out, you know, as far as uh, electric vehicles, it's pretty exciting. That's I'm a Mopar person. So I've been waiting yeah. for this. So I've been <laughs> watching what they're going to do with the truck. Cause that's my next one. I feel like. Yeah. Well, and, and I got the sense, I, I don't know if they've released any details and didn't have a chance to go back and look, but I got the sense that the Dodge was kind of saying, Hey, listen, we're, we're going to put a bigger battery in these trucks. I mean, we're going to uh, sort of get over that initial, you know, range anxiety that people have. I mean, they're, kind of touting that they're going to be built for, for towing and, and yeah. other things that maybe some of the, the current, uh, uh, you know, F-150 Lightnings and, and Hummers and other things aren't, aren't quite built yet for. Mm-hmm. Did you right. guys say, have you seen the specs all day? I haven't really seen the details of the specs, but I've seen kind of like you're, like you're saying that they're saying they're building it for extended range, or maybe there's a, a mode you can put it in to get the maximum range out of it or another mode for max towing or things like that. Yeah. Do we know what is the towing on? Like our lightning that's coming? Do we know what the towing is? It, yeah, it's pretty high. I mean, it, it, they, they rated at a really uh, virtually unlimited amount of weight that it can tow. It's just how far it would go. Sure, you know? right. sure. Right. Yep. Yeah, the, the torque behind them. I mean, the towing capacity is one thing, but... You know, I mean, that's what I'm kind of curious about. You can tow 20,000 pounds, but if you can only go yeah, yeah. 50 miles or, you know, 5,000 pounds and you can go, you know, 200, I mean, that that's where I think people are, are struggling a little bit with, you know, yeah, it's got a lot of torque behind it, but, but does yeah. that really do anything if, if you're hauling a larger, right. larger vehicle? Exactly. Same thing when we used to pull our camper, all of a sudden you had 13 miles to the gallon. You're like, great. This mm-hmm. is super good for me. Yeah, 13 is great. I would take 13. Yeah. I think when, when we haul our uh, camper, we get about six on a good day. <laughs> and, and that's with a wind behind us. You know, you get a wind coming into us, and it's like four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I can remember uh, we, we took a trip. Uh, we went out to uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. And so we at the time, we were living in St. Louis. And as you can imagine, St. Louis is about, you know, as close to sea level as you get. I think it might be, you know, a few hundred feet. And so you got to get to 5280 to get to Denver, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uphill all the way through Kansas, you know, on the, the, the eastern front of, of Colorado. And you're just climbing the whole way. And, you know, we, we didn't have a tremendous amount of wind. Uh, which which helped, but then it seems like every time I come from west east, the wind decides to blow out of the east. So <laughs> it was like we thought we were going to benefit from going downhill, and it turns out we were just you know going downhill, but into a wind. So <laughs> right, right, cancels out. <laughs> it really didn't make make much difference. Um, well, yeah, good. Well, we had a lot of a lot of fun at our house on uh, Super Bowl. Uh, good game. Uh, you know, maybe a little disappointing at the end uh, uh, relative to the officials stepping in. Well, seemingly, the officials hadn't really been involved at all, you know, other than a few replays in terms of calling penalties and things. And then uh, right at the end, of course, a critical call that gets made. And, you know, I read different different opinions about it. Some say, well, it was absolutely a call, you know, a pass interference holding call. And some say the officials shouldn't have called it and let it play through. But um, I guess that's uh, that's the way it works out, and and the the Chiefs are your uh, Super Bowl champions for for the 2022-2023 season. So, um, lastly, just want to move on here uh, to uh, one last item here that uh, came out a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Dave's going to talk a little bit about this, but 
the subject of this article is Biden is touting giant EVs. Are they actually good for the planet? Right. Well, what what say you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was an interesting article. I think it was in the Washington Post or, or, or something, if anyone wants to look it up. But the, uh, the gist of the article was that, uh, you know, some of these electric vehicles, uh, you know, large Hummers and, and uh, some of the big, heavy vehicles that they that they're coming out now are you know based on where they're getting their energy from may not be as clean as you know you might first think at just the thought of hey it's an ev it must be super clean so it it lists uh depending on the electric the the content of the the electric supply i guess um as far as generation in that area but on average across the nation an ev uh, a Hummer specifically, um, I think the article said, emits, I forget what the number is. 276 grams of carbon dioxide. Yeah, there you go. 276 grams of carbon dioxide per mile. Or, per mile, yep. yeah. And, and in contrast to that, I, I have a Toyota Con- Corolla 2019 that gets a little, about 40 miles per gallon on gas, and that emits something less. 269 grams. Right. So, you know, de- if you, uh, if I suppose, if you only charged your Hummer off of your solar array or something like that, you could consider it hundred hundred percent renewable then. But there, there is still a per- percentage of our power generation to be considered, uh, you know, from coal or from fossil fuels. So, so that's that was kind of the, the gist of it. Although, um, in general, the smaller the EV, the more econ- the ones that are made for economy, the, the you know Chevy Bolts and some of the smaller Teslas and stuff are, are no matter what, are still quite a bit cleaner. Yeah, yeah, it talks about that, and I think I think the the last paragraph of this is is sort of kind of the interesting part of this article, and it says you know uh, the Hummer EV can hardly be considered a green vehicle, but the president may be taking a strategic approach to getting Americans into electric vehicles, and so. You know, I think um, it says the Hummer EV is something else, an attempt to get people who aren't remotely environmentalists to get on board with the transition to a more climate-friendly world. And so, I, you know, I think that's kind of an interesting take. Th- th- this kind of uh, goes along with my thought on electric vehicles, which is electric vehicles have to look like the vehicles we drive today. Right. You know, they can, they can have maybe some modern amenities to them, but if they look like the Cybertruck People yeah. aren't going to buy that. Yeah, it I mean, really limits your market if when you make yeah. it crazy looking like that. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the the Cybertruck might be appeal to a few a few people who who want to look futuristic and that, but but the 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 rank and file, you know, sort of middle of the road people that that you know most of us probably you know know and love and our neighbors are not going to pull up in a Cybertruck. <laughs> I mean, they just <laughs> exactly. probably aren't. Very true. You know, and at the same time, <clears throat> the the vehicle manufacturers are you know when they come out with a new EV model the first trim levels they produce are the ones that have the biggest profit margins which are going to be those hot fully loaded uh have all the bells and whistles may not be the most efficient version of that model right the ones they sell first well and that's kind of i mean that's kind of the tesla model right i mean they they've really they started out as a much much higher end vehicle and now they're starting to come down and and you know their base models look a lot more affordable. They're still on the higher end, but they look mm-hmm. a lot more affordable than than they did probably in the first you know iteration of, of those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. I've I've heard uh, that prices are coming down. Tesla's recently lowered their price, and that's at the consternation of some recent purchasers of Teslas. I'm sure because <laughs> the, the price was pretty elevated recently. 
Yeah. So I, I've heard some, uh, there was another article that came out this morning. I haven't had a chance to dig into it yet, but that, that there's uh, some forces at play that are looking at lowering EV prices going forward. Yeah. Well, and the other day I drove, I was driving uh, back from Eau Claire and there was a semi load of, of uh, Tesla's. Uh, so I don't know where they were all heading, but, but <laughs> someone, someone was getting a truckload of, of uh, Tesla's. Sure. So always kind of fun to, to see that. Um, I do want to just uh, uh, take a minute, uh, Brooke, and talk a little bit about uh, the video that we received last week from our uh, contractor that's uh, working on our, our broadband installation. And uh, they, they shared a video. If you haven't seen it, it's out on our on our Swift Current Connect uh, Facebook page. But shared a video of them plowing uh, right through the snow. Yes. What did you think of that when you saw that? Oh, I love seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just neat to see there's snow on the ground. Um, we're in the middle of February, and they're putting conduit in the ground, which just means more progress um, right now, and yeah. we can get even further this summer. So, um, so many people are worried about just the timeline and everything. So it's really nice just to see progress right now. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever you see a uh, uh, duct or the pipe, the orange pipe going in the ground in February, you you know that's a that's a good sign. It means we don't have a lot of frost in the ground. One. Um, but but two, that means that things aren't totally totally shut down. Now, of course, they're not getting probably as much done as as we you know would normally like to see during the summer. But but these are these are kind of like cheating days, right? If you get a few of these, uh, it, it makes up for maybe some days that we lose, you know, when it's wet or when there's road bands on or other things later on. So yeah, it's good good to see them out working and um, yeah, continuing to to build uh, uh, fiber here in the winter and and hopefully. Um, we'll get, uh, we'll get an early start to spring. Um, I keep, maybe I should knock on some wood here. Um, I, I keep saying that I'm going to get burned if I, I say it too loudly, but one of the things as a result of that, um, we want to start getting people sort of ready, if you will, uh, for our spring construction. And so maybe just talk a little bit about the work that you, your team's doing, Brooke, to, get ready for taking service orders and, and things here uh, this spring. Yeah, we are working on the order process so that people can go on where they've registered their interest. And they can actually go back in and do their, what we call a service order. So this is actually setting up the services you'd like to receive. We'll talk about the construction, um, pay your fee um, to get it to the house, get that all ready so that when spring does come, we've got everyone organized out and it's just go time. Um, so we're going to be really pushing that in the next few weeks. Um, I've been working on that most days. So it, really excited about getting that out there um, and really organized this this spring here. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, our, our contractors are also getting uh, geared up, uh, bringing in some subcontractors and others to, to handle the, the workload too. So um, more on that to come if, if you're waiting to get uh, broadband service in our area uh, you're going to really, I think, see sort of a, a big push here uh, in the next few weeks for us to to get ramped up on that. Well, anything else uh, for our our show this week? Nope, no nope. silence. <laughs> silence. No, there's really not. We got Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, oh yes. thank you. I yeah, appreciate yeah, the, uh, the reminder. <laughs> yeah, I'm making myself a note right now. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did my uh, you know quick uh, stop, get the cards, you know, get the you know, small gifts purchased. So ready to rock and roll uh, uh, tomorrow. So yep, we made the agreement. No gifts. We have a kid now, so we just. <laughs> Yeah, pretty keep it simple this year. But yeah. I did find I was at Hy-Vee last night, and I found they put it all together for you—a big 
dinner for two. Um, so you've got like your steak, your potato, asparagus, and they made it bacon wrapped. And pretty much all you have to do is throw in all the pieces in the oven nice. um, and then the grill. So I'm like, that'll be our gift. Yeah, that <laughs> simple. Excellent. We, we do, we don't, uh, we, we do $10 or less. That's our, our gift, uh, between my, my wife and I. And, Perfect. um, yeah, it's worked out really well. Although it's, it's, it's challenging. To, <laughs> it might be more challenging yeah. to find a gift at $10 than it would be if it were at, you know, 20 or 30 or $40. Well, I mean, that's but, like a Hallmark card, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it didn't, didn't pay for the envelope yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, Dave, you, you've got some work to do. I'll understand if yep. you're, you have to leave uh, work early today. <laughs> I will be stopping on the way home. Well, good. Well, thanks everyone for for joining us here on another Live Better episode. And uh, we will plan on seeing you next week. Thank you.